Hey, Talking Rock listeners. To skip ahead to the interview, please go to the 2 minute and 45 second mark. Thank you and enjoy the show. You are listening to Season 2, Episode 16 of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH, and thank you so, so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, last week on Sunday... I saw Propagandy live for the first time, and I absolutely loved it. Probably the best show I've ever seen. The band is just so into what they're doing and so into their live show. They also sounded amazing. Mobina Galore, who was opening, was amazing. As well as Choke, the other band that was opening, they sounded um, great. And it was just overall lots of fun. I was front row the whole time, leaning over the barricade. And it was just altogether such a good time. Great to be back in a group of people. And great to uh, great to get back to live music that way. It was uh, just a great thing that was able to happen. And the Park Theater, the new renovations, is absolutely beautiful in there. And I can't wait to see more shows at the park as the year goes on, or as years go on. Now, this week's Song of the Week is brought to you by Economy Pawn, located at 844 Main Street, just on the corner of Dufferin and Main, for any musical needs and other things of that sort. This week's song is Panic Attack. By the Glorious Sons. This is a really cool song. Just between, uh, I guess, the guitar part and the fuzzed out vocals. It just all together sounds super cool. And I love the sort of punch the song gives. And I just love this band's sound altogether. I won't keep you all waiting any longer. Here is this week's interview with the singer of the band Black Pontiac. Hey, everybody. So today our special guest on the podcast is a member from the band Black Pontiac. How are you today? I am excellent. How are you, you, Greg? I'm good. Firstly, do you mind just introducing yourself and what you do in the band for people who haven't listened and don't know you? Yeah, you got it, man. My name is Matt Perkis, and I'm the lead singer of Black Pontiac. Awesome. So how did this, uh, how did this band get started? So it started with myself and my good friend, Mac Riddell. Mm. Um, we were friends in high school or we didn't go to the same high school, but we were in the same circle of friends at okay. the time. And he happened to play guitar and I happened to enjoy singing. Mm-hmm. And we both found that we had this, songwriting chemistry and we wanted to you know um we both liked the idea of doing something different and doing something really exciting right we started writing songs and his brother sam uh, got behind the drums and we cycled through a couple bases before finding our guy in avery john shoesmith and 
I think all the personalities kind of came together in a way that works since we've been playing, we've been playing and writing and recording ever since. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of um, the sound you guys have, are there any specific inspirations that went into that? Oh, man. You know, it depends on the day, mm-hmm. man, right? Like, we, um, I think, I, depending on how much you've listened to the discography we have out currently, it's a little bit all over the place. Um, we really just, our, our rationale behind anything we make is just making the music that we would want to listen to. Mm-hmm. And thus far, I don't know if it's come together in a in a sound that we can definitively call our own mm-hmm. yet. But I think that's been part of the journey. You know, we like we, you know, we were in, really into the hives for a while, and you know, we we're really into hip hop and and rock and R and B, Bad Brains, Beastie Boys, um, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and in terms of writing, is there somebody in the group who does most of the writing, or do you sort of all work together at that? The writing is definitely a collaborative process. Okay. I think Mac will come in with a chord progression or something, and we'll all start to jam on it, and I'll sit in a corner and kind of write lyrics and the melody. And thus far, it's been a pretty... um, it's been it's been a very projective kind of work mm-hmm. uh, process, which we've all been really happy about. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of a band, how do you feel like you've evolved musically, going from some of your first releases to the music that you've released recently or are getting ready to release? I think one thing that has definitely changed is um, in the songwriting process, uh, the songs that are going to be on our kind of our upcoming debut album yeah from bad to worse and back again i think we're definitely written solely with the intention of being played live okay and um how do i put this now that we've actually been in a studio and seen what's possible a lot of the songwriting i think mentality has changed to okay when we go into the studio we can do this and that mm-hmm. and this as opposed to just playing it uh with the four instruments uh-huh yeah and in terms of the new music um that's coming out you mentioned um an upcoming album um what's gone into the recording of that and what what's sort of um been the challenges with that and what have you enjoyed so far in that process so back probably nearly two years ago we were planning we put out this ep the pony boy ep and we were possibly looking at a tour something to that effect and then you know obviously a funny thing happened right and we were all stuck inside for you know uh two weeks uh two year anniversary of our two-week lockdown approaching um but um we took that as an opportunity to be like okay well we don't have any shows coming up anytime soon so why don't we just take these songs we have and let's let's make an album let's just do it yeah right let's 
And that gave us time to focus strictly on recording and on writing. And I think that was very beneficial to us. It gave us a kind of focus that I don't think we would have had before, right? To just kind of go in, um, throw shit at the ball and see what sticks, yeah. uh, get creative with it. And um, that was something that we all really, really enjoyed. Like our producer, Matt DiPomponio, he, uh, he really encouraged us to do that and to just do it's weird things like putting putting the whole drum mix through a bunch of guitar pedals and and things like that you know yeah and i think that uh you know it, it we we wanted to reflect that as well as just the fact that we had fun doing it you know when right. people listen to it we want people to know like oh these guys clearly are having a good time yeah. right yeah for sure and in terms of um the pandemic and the situation that um, the world has been in, did you find it to be a struggle as a band to stay in contact or did you feel like you were able to get in contact and write and create more? Um, I think initially there was a little bit of a break we all took from each other. I think we, we took from everybody, right? Right. But we all agreed that, okay, we're just going to take this time, come up with our own ideas at home, bring them back once we're eventually allowed to get together. And then we did. And while we were recording the album, thankfully the restrictions allowed the five of us to be in the studio we were at, at Echo Plant. There was enough room for all of us. Yeah. And so honestly, I, it wasn't, I don't think, as devastating for us as it was for a lot of other acts mm -hmm. in the time yeah and in terms of your uh latest uh single do you feel like that is sort of dem demonstrating and showing um a new i guess sort of chapter of your music and um of your create creativity when it comes to um your upcoming debut album uh, I'd say yes and no, okay. because I think uh, that single, uh, Island Honey, yeah, I think sits on one end of the spectrum of sounds that exist on the album. Mm -hmm. And so you have more of the pop thing and then more of the kind of harder edge things that uh, people might not, certain people might not be as receptive to. So we're kind of hoping for the next single to put out something that kind of bridges the gap. Ideally, I think the Black Pontiac sound is somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. And what can people expect music-wise coming from this um, upcoming album? Um, it's going to be hype. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be groovy. A uh, lot of different sounds, a lot of, a lot of, it's gonna be, it's gonna be big, it's gonna be huge, uh, and I am so, for the first time in my life, like I am so, so happy and so proud of this thing, and I'm so, we're so ready to share it with everybody, and 
I think even what's even more exciting than that is I feel like I'm a different person now than I was when I wrote the words to those songs and now I'm ready to write the next thing. Yeah. Right. This album isn't even out yet. So it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure what, I guess the whole COVID situation is for you guys. Have you been able to get back to playing uh, some smaller shows or still not yet? We actually, we played um, an outdoor set uh, at a park yeah, down in downtown Vancouver. Okay, cool. That's where we're at. That's where we're located. And right. There wasn't exactly like we knew a promoter who was putting them on in kind of this local underground community music scene that we got going on here yeah and i i couldn't tell you if there was like a permit for it or not but nobody was stopping them so we were like okay let's let's just set out and and find out right and it went really well like a lot of people showed up and you can tell there's there's that pent-up energy that everybody's feeling people people need to people want to get out right and so it's going to be a good time for music once that, uh, you know, that becomes an option again. Yeah. And do you feel like you're going to be able to um, put on a better live show than you ever have based on the fact that, you ha- that you've had lots of time at home on your hands to sort of work at that? Absolutely. We've... I mean, that's all we've been doing recently is practicing the set and we're tighter than we've ever been. That's awesome. Are are there any new little things that you're adding to your show that you're excited to sort of loop in? Um, I've definitely been practicing my, my talking on stage, my, yeah, the way I present myself. And we definitely, um, we took note of certain acts that we liked um, the way they transition between songs. That was the biggest thing for us, I think. Yeah, that's cool. You know, now, the, the, the fl- sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. It's all good. Uh, no, uh, I just think like, you know, I'm realizing now that, uh, you know, you can't have like, even if all the songs are great, you can't have like bang after bang after bang after bang, right? You, you gotta, cause people are going to get burned out. And there has to be, you know, uh, all these things I'm learning about how to, to how the set flows, right? Mm-hmm. And how you give people opportunities to breathe. And then you take them down and then you take them back up again. And then you take them back down. And that's what gets people going. Yeah. And going back to, I guess, previous experiences that you guys have had, um, I guess you can either, you can pick one, I guess, from recent times, but specifically going back before the pandemic is there a specific memory as a band that sticks out that you'd like to share um hmm. you know we off the top of my head yeah we excuse me we um we had there's a local record label here called uh, kingfisher blues that puts on a christmas uh festival uh, every year, uh, the Kingfisher Blues Christmas Party, where they get like maybe ten acts with uh, Peach Pit as the headliner, just because those guys go both go way back. Yeah, and um, it's a it's a 
a fundraiser uh, where the proceeds go to uh, the suicide prevention hotline or there's something to that effect. Yeah. Right. And we, we invited that show maybe two or three years ago. And it was, it was amazing. It was, it was such a fun time. It was probably the most people that we'd ever, we have ever played to, I think just big, big hall full of just like kids out there just having a good time. And actually my, I was on uh, some medication at the time that just like, I guess caused my throat to dry up really quickly. And I burned my voice out after like four songs, Yeah, but it was, it was crazy. I still look back and think like, wow, what a time. Yeah. Um, now this is a question I always ask, um, closer to the end of interviews and I guess it's a pretty standard question, but the neat thing is that you can go in any direction you want with this one. So would you have any specific advice for musicians, whether that be musicians who are just getting started, bands that are just getting started, um, or people that want to pursue, pursue, sorry, pursue music? Um, wow. Okay. I mean, I'm still looking for some advice myself, so this will be interesting. <laughs> um, but I think uh, being this is this is an industry where uh, you just you gotta know people. You gotta, and it's it's. I know yeah. it's hard, but you really just gotta you gotta just go and you gotta find out where the music is, wherever it's happening, like anywhere, yeah. and just meet people. You just got to be like, hey, what is, what is this thing, right? Because yeah. that's, that's that's how we got our first shows. That's how we got signed to the record label we're on right now, right? It's just talking to people and asking questions, and don't stop, don't don't outgrow asking questions. Don't outgrow, um, yeah, don't outgrow asking questions. Yeah, don't outgrow thinking you know. Think, yeah. Don't outgrow thinking you don't know. <laughs> well, I personally uh, like that advice and can relate to it because I also do music myself. But looking at it this way, at, at the beginning you said um, to make sure to meet people, to have those connections, to ask questions. Um, that's what I love about this podcast because I meet a different musician um, every week, which is really awesome. And I've gone to talk to... Um, like around 60, maybe even more musicians on the podcast and ask them this similar question and other similar questions and be able to learn for myself and learn how to, um, you know, sort of get my name out there and all that stuff, which I guess is difficult for me because I'm um, a decently young musician. So it's sort of cool to make connections like that and I definitely can relate and appreciate that advice. Now, Thanks, now before we wrap up uh, the interview, is there anything else you'd like to add? Where can people find your music, uh, social media, all that sort of stuff? So we're on Instagram, Facebook, I think Twitter too. Uh, Black Pontiac Music. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, 
Dizu, whatever the hell. Uh, I, under Black Pontiac, we got a new single out, Island Honey. Um, another single out by the end of the year, and then f- our debut full length album out early 2020, early 2022, 2022, excuse me. Um, and you know, catch the wave, get on, you, you want to get on this, man, it because I feel like this is a band that I think really makes a name for themselves playing live, yeah. right? Recordings aside, and you know. Once we get on the road, I I hope to see you all there. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I guess I hope to see you guys at one point once uh, you're able to get back on the road. Now, stop Winnipeg, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I'm glad you guys reached out to me and I'm glad we could make this work. And yeah. Thank you, Gregory. All right. Thank you so much to Matt for uh, coming on the podcast, chatting about all his music. Please go check out Black Pontiac if you haven't before. They're an amazing band, and we talked about all that cool stuff with him. We got cool episodes coming up, and we're back in that weekly schedule, so stay tuned for more episodes coming. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in. I'm your host, GMH, signing off. Let's talk and rock. It's talking rock with GMH.